Good day to you. Hope you're having a wonderful day. We are reading in the book of Exodus. Now, last time we read Exodus chapter 26. In Exodus chapter 26, we have instructions for uh, the tabernacle about the curtains, the curtains of linen and goat hair and uh, boards and sockets and the veil and screen. These are all instructions for how to make the pieces of the tabernacle and how to put them together to assemble them. That is what all of uh, chapter 26 was about, was those parts there. The last verse of chapter 26 was this. You shall make five pillars, support poles, of acacia wood to support the hanging curtain and overlay them with gold. Their hooks shall be of gold, and you shall cast five base sockets of bronze for them. And that's the the last instruction of chapter 26. Now, we're ready to read Exodus chapter 27. I am reading from the Amplified Bible. And you shall make the altar of acacia wood. Now, what they say here in brackets in the Amplified Bible is they say the altar is for burnt offerings. So. And you shall make the altar for burnt offerings of acacia wood, five cubits long and five cubits wide. The altar shall be square and its height shall be three cubits. Now, we mentioned cubits before. Um, Cubits are a foot and a half or 18 inches. Okay, so five cubits are going to be, what, 90 inches, and that's going to turn into about seven feet, six inches. So it's going to be about seven and a half feet long. Make horns, horn-shaped projections for it on its four corners. The horns shall be of one piece with it, and you shall overlay it with bronze. You shall make pots to remove its ashes and shovels, basins to catch the blood of the sacrificed animal, meat forks and fire pans to store live coals. You shall make all its utensils of bronze. Also make a grate for it, a network of bronze, and on the grid you are to make four bronze rings at its four corners, and you shall put it under the ledge of the altar, so that the grid will extend halfway up the altar. You shall make carrion poles for the altar, poles of acacia wood, overlaid with bronze. The poles shall be inserted through the rings on the two sides of the altar so that it may be carried. You are to make the altar hollow with planks as you were shown on the mountain of Sinai. So shall it be made. You shall make the court of the tabernacle. The south side of the court is to have curtains of fine twisted linen, a hundred cubits long for one side, Now, what did we say? It's a foot and a half, so a hundred cubits long would be 150 feet, right? That would be 150 feet long. So, a pretty big area. We're going to look at the width. Hold on. It shall have 20 pillars and 20 bronze sockets, but the hooks of the pillars and their fasteners shall be silver. Likewise, for the north side, there shall be curtains a hundred cubits long, and its twenty pillars and twenty bronze sockets, but the hooks of the pillars and their fasteners shall be silver. For the width of the court on the west side, 
there shall be curtains of 50 cubits. Now, 50 cubits, again, we're going to multiply that times the foot and a half, and that's going to end up being 75 feet, right? So, because you're going to take 50, and then you take a half of that, it's 25, and that'll give you 75. So, that's 75 feet is what that's going to be. So, it's 100, what did we say? It's 150 feet by 75 feet. So, it's twice as long as it is wide. Uh, it forms a big rectangle, but I'm just trying to give you an idea for the size of this. This is, this is pretty big for a... Um, a mobile tabernacle, a mobile temple. This is pretty good size. However, they have a lot of people, so everyone is not going to fit in this all at one time. So that's something to be aware of too, okay? Even though it's good sized, they have a lot more people than is going to fit into this tabernacle at any one time. For the width of the court on the west side, there shall be curtains of 50 cubits with 10 pillars, support poles, and 10 sockets. The width of the court to the front on the east side shall be 50 cubits. The curtains for one side of the gate shall be 15 cubits with three pillars and three sockets. On the other side of the gate, the curtains shall be 15 cubits with three pillars and three sockets. For the gate of the court, there shall be a screen to provide a covering of 20 cubits of blue, purple, and scarlet fabric, and finely woven embroidered linen, the work of an embroiderer with four pillars and four base sockets. All the pillars, support poles, around the court shall be joined together with silver rods. Their hooks shall be of silver and their sockets of bronze. The length of the court shall be a hundred cubits and the width fifty cubits throughout and the height, five cubits of fine twisted linen and their sockets of bronze. Now, that means the height of the tabernacle was five cubits, which is basically seven and a half feet. For most people, that is plenty of height. Now, there are exceptions we see, rare exceptions, really, back then it would have been even rarer of a person who might be over seven feet tall, okay? But seven and a half feet, that's probably going to suit. I, I don't know of many people who are more than seven feet tall. So that's going to be a very low, low, low percentage of people. And for these people back then, I don't believe, I don't know of any of them really being that tall. There could have been, like I say, a very low percentage of people. Like we see these famous basketball players and they're, they're all six and a half, seven feet tall. You know, some of them are over seven feet tall. And this is unusual. These people, even though they're famous and we see them all the time in, in the games and on TV and stuff, it's really unusual. They are a very low percentage of the population, actually. So just, just want to mention that. I mean, that's not normal. Um, it's great for them, I guess, in ways. And in ways, it has its own complications. Most of the world is not made for someone that tall. So, I mean, it has its trade-offs, its good and bad points. All the tabernacles, utensils, and instruments used in all its services and all its stakes and all the stakes for the court shall be of bronze. 
You shall command the Israelites to provide you with clear oil of beaten olives for the light, to make a lamp burn continually every night in the tent of meeting of God with his people, outside the veil which is in front of the ark of the testimony, and sets it apart. Aaron, the high priest and his sons, shall keep the lamp burning from evening to morning before the Lord. It shall be a perpetual statute to be observed throughout their generations on behalf of the Israelites. I believe in the court, everyone was welcome to come into the court. Not everyone could go into the Holy of Holies. You know, that was reserved for the priests and maybe Moses and, you know, just these very uh, dedicated to God people. But the normal, the common people, as I understand, could come into the court. It's just a thought. It's just me thinking, you know, God wants to wants his house. He wants the place where he is to be available and open to us. It's just just it just shows an attitude of wanting us to come to him, in my opinion. It's just one little evidence out of a million evidences in the Bible that God wants us to come to him. So just wanted to mention that in that um, respect, in that attitude of just that, that is God's attitude towards us. You notice all of this, the whole tabernacle about having the tabernacle was so he could live and be among his people and lead and guide them on their way. The whole idea is that he would be in their midst and he would be there for them. I don't know how much they understood that. And sometimes I I don't know how much we understand that and how much we see that. And do we forget that in our day to day lives? Because I think sometimes I do. I, I don't mean to. I try to keep God in the center of my life. But I think we get I think we get distracted. We get pulled off into things, reading things like this while in ways, at times, reading about the different little parts of the tabernacle and things is kind of a little dull, and I can admit that. But when we realize the intent behind it, the reason God is going to all this trouble and having them actually go to all this trouble is so that he would have a place to be with them. Now, if we fast forward to now in the New Testament days since the Lord has come, we are the temple of God. God has made a temple of our hearts for him to be in. That doesn't mean we still don't have some of the same problems, but it's it's different for us. It's just something else to think about and be aware of. That, though, is Exodus chapter 27. I want to thank you for listening. Hope you have a wonderful day. May the Lord bless you and keep you safe. And remember, God loves you.